Hey y'all, and welcome to the couch. It is I, Raquel Denae of RaquelaDenae.com, military spouse, homeschooling mom, communication stylist, and encouragement extraordinaire. Let me just tell you, I'm coming to you now, not from the couch, not even from my home, from the Zoom app on my phone as I lay in a king-size bed, hours away from home, all by myself. It's lovely. I had been planning to take a mini sabbatical, a little momcation since we finished our traveling and time snuck up on me. I don't know about y'all, but ever since this quarantine calendar last year, the days just seem to turn into weeks and then you look up and it's a whole new month. And I realized my time to take this trip was coming short. So I booked it and I left a week later and this is the last morning before I check out. And I wanted to come to you all right now as authentically as I could Because there is a very powerful thing that happens when you begin to choose yourself. For a long time, I allowed myself to believe that the sacrifices I were making was really compromised. And I couldn't figure out why I was so burnt out. In the past week, I have really been hearing and sitting with biblical principles like fear not, be still. And the more I do that, And the more I sit, because I don't know, some of you know me in real life, sitting is not something I do well. Silence is not something I handle well. There's a lot of go and do and move and create. But this has just been a season of sitting and resting. These past two days, that's when the season kicked off, since I've been by myself. Not having any plans, having ideas being open to new opportunities for change, all of those things. And it has been such a blessing. What I've also felt is the innate habit to do, to perform. So that's why I'm coming to you from the bed because I had set an alarm to get up super early and to be productive and go to brunch and do all of these things that while might be fun, would also be taxing. And I just decided, no. I'm not going to do it. And I have had to fight myself. Do you, do you know what that's like? To have to fight against your own thoughts to do something different? And I must say, even in learning this lesson or, or practicing in this moment, it feels good because just to be honest, the past couple of weeks, I was succumbing to a heaviness that said in my mind, don't get out of bed. Let's just lay here, pull the covers back up, flip your pillow over. We don't have it to give. And that was hard. Hearing my therapist tell me that she thought I was depressed, having friends that haven't seen me start calling to check on me because they just felt like something wasn't right, but not wanting to admit that I was feeling that heaviness. There were a select few, you know, we all have that small circle that We can't lie to, and they won't let us lie to ourselves. And so my circle held me accountable, and they prayed for me, and they encouraged me, and they loved me, and they helped me up the mountain when I wanted to resolve myself to just sit in the valley. But I found peace in speaking truth and the freedom that came with that, not just to myself, but to other people. Being vulnerable again, I didn't realize that even in my transparency, 
And in my honesty, I had shied away from vulnerability in a huge way. I didn't want to feel exposed. And so this morning when my alarm went off and I said, oh, it's time to get up. I'd ask myself, why? Where did I have to be at 930 in the morning? Absolutely nowhere. The pressure to perform becomes so common and so comforting that it can be easy to get so caught up in it that we don't even realize that we've become hamsters on a wheel in our own minds. Y'all, this season of seeking has been one I didn't know I needed. It has been fulfilling, encouraging, breathtaking, beautiful, painful, heavy, hard, but oh, so worth it. As I look at the calendar and realize that we only have a few days left in September, I'm also confronted with the very real fact that in less than 40 days, I'll be 37. 12 years past the birth date that I thought I'd never make it to. That's a story for another time. But I look over the summer and I I remember anticipating the trip to Washington. I remember planning the trip to Georgia. I remember preparing for my husband's surgery. And now all of those things have come and gone. And I have to ask myself, what's next? And as I began to get anxious about homeschooling curriculum and what to do and how I would handle the later sunrises and the earlier darkening of the day, as I had been coaxing myself out of bed with the sunrise and enjoying the late sunsets, concerned with how I was going to manage, God spoke to me and said, oh, don't worry. Have no thought for tomorrow. Thought I have you today. Don't worry about a day I haven't given you. You don't know if I'm going to let you get there. So just enjoy this one. And so I decided to pick up my phone and bring the couch to the bed because friends, sisters, all of you, listen to me. It's not the posture that we have that matters. It's the position of our hearts. And that's in everything. At work, in our homes, in our relationships, in our friendships, in our hobbies, but most importantly with ourselves. I've been so used to having things set up and doing them the right way or the proper way that I lost sight that the point of doing anything is the completion of the action itself. So much gets lost in translation. And if you're anything like me in preparing a space, you get lost or you start to remember the things you didn't put away or the laundry you have to do or the to-do list that didn't get completed or the calls you didn't make. And all of those things come to the forefront of my mind. So when I finally sit down to confess on the couch, I have to refocus myself. Today, y'all, you're getting me in all of my bedhead glory. Thankfully, you can't see me because, sis, I'm fresh, well, in the bed, not even out. But the beauty of it is I can be so accepting and authentic with myself that it allows me to be open with you literally laying here with tears in my eyes because I am living in the promise of having the peace that surpasses all understanding. I am living in the promise of being delivered the exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask or think. I see the beauty of God's timing, even in this trip that I wanted to take that I've been considering taking for the past couple of weeks, God divinely placed me in the city that I'm in 
in proximity to the people who live here for such a time as this. He allowed me to not be so confined to a schedule or activities that I could be open to not only receive blessings, but be a blessing. I am full. My cup overflows. And God has proved himself yet again to be faithful. So my friends, whatever it is that's on your heart to do, do it. Don't make excuses. There's always a reason. But where there's a will, there's a way. And when you get the opportunity to show up in a room, you be as authentic as you can be. Because I'm telling you, I packed for this trip bringing all non-mom clothes, white pants, white shirts, heels, all of the things, a sequin duster. Y'all, I packed for this trip like I was going to be gone for two weeks in Vegas. Literally took a road trip three hours away from home. But there was such freedom in packing them for me and choosing pieces that spoke to me, even if I don't wear them. I have them and I did what felt good to me, not what was practical, not what made sense to other people. There's a very powerful thing that happens when we begin to stop sacrificing ourselves and honor who we are. No longer shrinking to fit a role, no longer fitting a mold, no longer doing what we think people in our position should do, but fully accepting who God made us. God made me a girl who likes snakeskin, neon and leopard as neutrals. He did. He made me the kind of woman who loves a bright lipstick and a sequin duster at the same time. And for some, they might say less is more. Some days that's true, but I'm in a very more is more season right now. And it feels good to honor myself in that way. So I challenge you to honor you and be open to relationship. Surrender yourself to God's plan and his will, because, oh, how perfect it is. I mean, literally, I've had acquaintances from 20 years ago reaching out, telling me they're praying for me. Sister friends encouraging me in moments where I didn't have it for myself. It's just a beautiful journey. And there's something powerful that happens because then you can accept your truth. And when you begin to accept and walk in your truth, becomes easier to give truth to other people and to further continue to seek truth in life, in relationship, and most importantly, in God's word. And I find my most honored relationships right now, they're rooted in truth. I'm going to take a special moment and shout out my hairstylist, my sister, Heather, that God gave me years ago. For such a time as this. So y'all in this whole spirit of more is more and being who I am, I have always wanted to have blue hair. I've done every other color there is just about and I wanted blue hair. Two weeks ago, I'm sitting at lunch with my dear friend, hairstylist, colorist extraordinaire, and I bring up my appointment. And we discussed some life stuff and I'd caught her up over a few things and she looked at me and said, hmm, So this is why you want blue hair. And she gave me truth in a way that I may not have received it from anybody else. But in that moment, my friend showed up for me. She used her professional know-how and skill and expertise to show up for me as a friend. And basically what she told me was, 
we could do what it is you want in that picture. But the woman you love to look at in the mirror, those curls that you enjoy, all of those things that you see that you've waited so long to attain for yourself, they're going to be gone. The process of getting this temporary high is going to transform in a way that you may not realize the beauty that you have. And when she said that, I realized I didn't want to let go of who I was. So often we make choices to deflect so that we don't have to deal, so that we can hide, so that we can cover. And for years, that was my MO. I would color my hair in the midst of some of the hardest seasons of my life so that people would ask me about my hair and would be less likely to notice my puffy eyes from crying or the fact that I just was not really myself. And I hid behind my hair. And now my hair is an accessory. It does not define me. It does not speak for me. And to have my friend show me that in love and in truth, oh, it was beautiful. And the magic that she worked with the canvas that is the natural beauty that I have at this moment, I was overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. It's a very powerful thing when we can look at ourselves and not just see an attractive woman or a mother or whatever roles we fill, but we see ourselves and all of the wonder that God created us to be fearfully and wonderfully made, knit together perfectly, even in our imperfections. So my friends, my sisters, whether you're listening to this in your car, on your couch, in your bed, standing at your kitchen sink, or sitting at your desk at work. Be empowered by wherever you are. That room you're in, that position you're in, show up as yourself, as authentically as you can. And if you feel like you can't, then determine if you should stay in that room. Because see, I was so ready to jump up and set the scene for a room y'all couldn't see, for a couch no one would ever know about. Just to say that I had done it the right way. But instead, I'm coming to you from this bed as comfortably as I can, ready now to tackle my day and greet whatever lies ahead for me in the remainder of my journeys. I look at the calendar again and realize that the one-year anniversary of this podcast is really in about a week and a half. I thank you. I thank you for listening and giving me a space to be myself, to grow, to share, and to exist in this world as the Raquel Dene God created me to be. And so friends, that's it for today. Now I have to get out of bed, but I look forward to seeing you on the couch again next time. See ya.